What is up, you guys? It's Hannah coming back at you with another episode of The Real and the Fake. Yeah, I Again, intro is subject to change. I don't even know if I'd really call that an intro because I feel like this is still barely a podcast. But nonetheless, really excited to be back with you guys, chatting it up, ranting it up, debating it up, all of the above. We love to see it. So apologies if you can hear some background noise. I do live with my brother who, you know, also has a life, so also likes to talk out loud and, you know, with COVID all under one roof, love it, but this is what you get. So (laughs) apologies for that. But yeah, so, you know, two episodes in, feeling good. And I had this idea for another episode that kind of sparked from a conversation that I had with my friends from college as you'll probably hear me referencing a lot because I just graduated so currently still a little emo about it but yeah I had this episode idea that stemmed from this conversation and I'll give you a little bit of background you know we were sitting in my friend's apartment we were like watching something god knows what just like chilling, sitting on the couch, hanging around. And my friend Sarah looks at us and goes, okay, guys, I am going to ask you a question. I really want to know what you think about it. And so we're honestly the type of friend group that will like, ask these very random, like thought provoking questions. It's kind of like an, it's kind of like an advanced um, version of would you rather, if you will, like, we'll just ask these like very random but like very thought-provoking questions about life and just about everything really so as soon as she said that I was just thinking oh god like what is this gonna be it could it could be anything like especially knowing her it it could be anything which which I love like I love that it just could be anything and regardless of what she said I knew I was gonna be totally surprised and we all knew we were gonna be totally surprised so (laughs) when she asked when she told us that we were like okay let me like strap in And let's go. So she looked at us and she goes, I want to know if you guys agree with the statement that love is unjust. It might have not been exactly that way that she said it, but it was along those lines of she asked us basically if we think love is unjust. And this is something I have never thought about because honestly, up until now, I haven't really thought about haven't really thought a lot about love because um, I am a little bit ashamed to say that during quarantine, I became a romantic. (laughs) Not sure where it came from. Have no idea how this happened. I was never a romantic. I'm an Aries. So that's like the truest thing about me as an Aries is that I don't really go for romance. But nonetheless, here we are, you know, nine months into quarantine and I all of a sudden am like feeling the romance watching all the movies, you know, crying at all the things, not crying at all the things, but like just really fiending for love. And it's, you know, it is quite a time, let me tell you, but that's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is really getting at the question, is love unjust or not? And when I think about the word unjust, and this is what I was thinking as soon as our friend asked us this question, You know, when I think of the word unjust, naturally, and I hope this would be the same for most of you listening, the first thing I think of is the criminal justice system and how that is probably the most unjust system we have in this country. So 
unjust seemed a little aggressive when it's attached to the word love. But, you know, as we sort of start to talk about it more and discuss it more and really go into it, like I could see where she was coming from. And honestly, if I could give you any piece of advice, that would be it is to just if you want to have a conversation with someone, maybe at the end of it, the goal should just be to like see where they're coming from. That's a really big tangent. I'm not going to get into it really right now, but that's just some food for thought. So take that as you will. Consider that your wisdom nugget for the day. You're welcome. Whatever. So anyway, so I'm sitting here thinking, is love unjust? Like, hmm, that seems really, really harsh. And so I think initially I was like, no, there's no way love is unjust. Like, I think also (laughs) why I said that in the moment is because part of me wanted to think that love is like the only pure thing we have in this world. And again, this was maybe like my little romantic self coming out who doesn't come out often but when she does it's potent so I (laughs) so I was really like you know really holding on to the idea that like no love is like the only thing we have left like it's so pure it's so like just literally warm and fuzzy like there's no other way to describe it so I was like no like it, it can't be that way like love can't be unjust And as she was talking about it, you know, she brought up some good points. She, you know, was bringing up examples. She was bringing up shows. She was bringing up, you know, real people and like personal experiences. And I really think the best part and the the big thing to keep in mind here is that we, a bunch of us were having this conversation and it, you know, talking about love and it was a bunch of people that have never been in love before. So that's the gag for this episode. (laughs) But I do think you know, talking about things that you necessarily haven't experienced can sort of offer a fun new perspective and sometimes a more objective one. And especially something like love that comes with like God knows how many emotions. It can be nice to talk about it when you really haven't like, when you really feel like you haven't experienced it to its full potential. So, you know, it was really funny. We're all looking at each other. And like, every time we said something, we were like, that that being said, like, I we all know I haven't been in love before. And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, we got it. Neither the same, you know. So it was good that we were all on the same level. But it, I mean, it really did get me thinking. Like, I think the first thing I distinguish was maybe love is not unjust, but it's definitely unfair. Like, I think we can all agree that love is pretty unfair sometimes. And when I'm saying the word love, like, I think in the context of this conversation, we were really talking about like romantic love and, you know, relationships with other people, you know, like romantic relationships, not like, you know, love for your friend or love for your parents or love for your family. So, but I think, you know, as we talked about it, we sort of did go into the different types of love that are all equally important. And I think that was sort of like, not to jump to conclusions, but I think that was sort of what I got most out of it. And what I still think about to this day from that conversation is that there's so many different types of love. And, you know, one type, someone might be feeling like they have excelled in loving someone romantically, they feel like they get so much of that, they're so fulfilled by that, they have experienced that so many times with so many different people, like, they're an expert at that, like, if you need, you know, romantic love questions, like, go to them. Some people, on the other hand, think like, oh, I'm like a really good friend, I really know how to be there for people, I know how to support people, like, I really am loyal with my friends like I've had the same friends forever and like it's really easy for me to make friends so like you know friend questions go to them there's some people that are kind of in the middle 
And there's some people, you know, that are like, I'm a really good family member. I really know how to be a good sister or like a good aunt or a good whatever have you. And then, you know, there's people in the middle that feel like they don't really know. And of course, like the thing about love is that it's so hard to know unless you know. And that's the most annoying thing to say. But that's like, (laughs) that's what everybody always says. You know, they're like, oh, you don't know until you know or like oh, when do you know you're in love? Well, you'll just know. And it's like, I'm starting to question that narrative a bit. As we can tell, that's been the theme of this podcast, to question the narrative. Maybe I should have made that the title, but we'll rebrand maybe in a year or so. (laughs) But it really is like kind of annoying, you know, to sit with something that you feel like you can only know when you know or when you experience it. So with that in mind, you know, the conversation got a little heated, heated in a good way, doesn't always have to be bad, just heated in the sense that like, you know, we were all really passionate about there was like, okay, I'm just gonna say right now, my friend Sarah was in the minority saying that love was unjust. And the rest of us were like, maybe low keying up on her being like, no, like, fuck you, love is just like, you're such a pessimist. (laughs) It wasn't that aggressive. But like, we definitely there was like, maybe three of us. That were very much like rooting for love like we were trying to be love's hype man and sarah was like no you guys need to recognize realize 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 type of situation so you know it was a little bit of a back and forth but i think that's good and you know all in a good conversation but it was just it honestly was just like comical once again that a bunch of us were talking about this and we had never been like in love before and when i say like in love what that means to me is like you have found a singular person and you like you have become like in love with them like you are now concerned and maybe concerned isn't the right word you're not and not infatuated but you'll see there's a there's gonna be a trend in this podcast where I don't know what word to say because mm, not my strong suit but I'm trying to think of the word here but like what I would characterize falling in love as, again, coming from someone who hasn't done it yet, <laughs> I would characterize it as like, like, honestly, the word fall is a good word to use because you're literally falling for someone and like, you know, it's scary, it's nerve wracking, it's exciting, it's euphoric, it's adrenaline pumping, it's all of the above. And I think that's why people say it's falling for love, because when you're falling, it's kind of like you don't really know what's happening because you Because a lot of times you don't really know how it's going to end or how you got there. Like sometimes you're just like, oh, I'm falling. Weird. Like didn't plan for that. Didn't expect that to happen. But here we are. So, you know, throughout this whole conversation, it really did make me think like, yeah, love is definitely unfair because, you know, of course, there's people like me and (laughs) two other my other friends that were all kind of like in the same mindset here. Like we haven't fallen in love yet. Like we haven't you know, been in a lot of relationships, like, we haven't really, like, had a lot of romantic experiences. And I think for a lot of people, like me included, it's really easy to focus on that type of love and that lack of love. It's really easy to, like, go right to that romantic love and being like, yeah, like, damn, I have just not, not been feeling that, you know, like, that is just not where I am right now. Like, that has not been in my life, that has not been manifested for me, like, not sure if someone's out to get me or whatever. But like, that is not something that I just have not had those experiences. But, you know, now as I reflect on that conversation, I realize like, wait, 
but I've experienced love in so many other ways. Like, I think this is where it gets into like the unfair slash unjust nature of the question is that where some people have had so many experiences with romantic loves, you know, they call it like serial relationship people that just have relationships one after the other after the other. And like, I'm not saying this whole time, I'm not saying like one is greater than the other, right? Like, I'm just literally just (laughs) um what's the word like again with the words jesus hannah you've been out of college how long and you genuinely can't form a sentence um comparing wow that was literally a 25 cent word okay anyway moving on i'm just comparing the two not saying one is greater than the other but I realized like some people, you know, have had so many experiences with romantic love. They feel like they have it on deck. Whereas people like me, I feel like I've had so many like familial experiences with love. Like I have so much love for my family. That's always something like I'm so grateful for to see my family. I'm always excited to see them. Like I think I do a really good job at being a family member and like being there for people and having that type of love in my life. I mean, I don't want to say I'm an expert on it, but like, I may be an expert on it (laughs) and like and um you know friendship love like I feel like I've had really strong friendships in my life like I just have made like not to toot my own horn but like your girls made a lot of connections with people and I think that's something to be proud of and even though it's not a romantic type of love it's still like I still feel so fulfilled in my life with love just not in that way and I think I really wasn't seeing that in the heat of this conversation. I think it was easy for me to get bogged down, <clears throat> bogged down in like the romantic love and all of this stuff. And now I'm like, wait, well, maybe someone who has had all of these relationships one-on-one with people has a bad relationship with their family or feels like they don't have a close group of friends or feels like they don't even have a friend that they can confide in. Not saying that that's the case, but maybe they do. And I think that's where you get into like love being unfair is that the way it's distributed for people is so different and it's different depending on where you are in life, you know, the timing, the location, like it, it, there's so many things that affect it and it's just so different at so many different points in your life. So it's really, I think that's the unfair part about it is to judge and, you know, to sort of close yourself off maybe to one type of love because you feel like you're already, You feel like if you already haven't experienced it yet, it's just like a lost cause. I feel like something like love is easy to just throw up to lost causes. You're like, well, it hasn't happened yet. So like, maybe it just never will. And I think that's, that's what my friend Sarah, I think was getting at is like, the whole, for some people, they feel like they never will. It's a lot of this like never statements, like I'm never going to fall in love. I'm never going to find the one. I'm never going to find my soulmate. I'm never going to be in a relationship. You know, it's a lot of like these very negative statements. But and uh, when we were sort of talking about all these negative statements, one thing that me and my two other friends were saying, or me and my friend Caitlin, I think specifically, were saying like, we think that everybody's going to fall in love at least once. Is that optimistic? Yeah, but like, if you're not optimistic, I mean, like, what the fuck else do you have? <laughs> Especially in this world right now, like, my God, you just kind of have to be. So, yeah, I mean, I think I still stand strong on that belief that, like, everybody's going to fall in love at least once. And maybe that's, you know, I think when I say that, I do think I mean, like, falling in love 
with another person. Because at first, I think in the original conversation, I was thinking maybe that's with yourself. But like, I think that's a whole different conversation, honestly, because especially in America, like we have this whole skewed version of self-love and self-care. So like, oof, that's that's a whole other 30 minutes. Let me know if you want to hear that. <laughs> but for all these intensive purposes, I think I think everybody will, you know, have that moment where they feel like they're falling and it's like confusing, it's weird, it's hot and heavy, it's, you know, nerve wracking, it's butterfly effect, all all of those, all of the cheesy things, like all the things movies are written about, songs are sung about, poetry is written about, all that stuff. I think everybody's going to experience that at least once in their life. But that being said, I also think it's really important to know the difference between falling in love with someone and being in love with someone. This is a lesson I learned in college. Not saying you have to go to college to learn this. That just happens to be when I learned it. But that is so important. Like for me, once I realized that, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulder. The light bulb went out. I was like, oh my, it was like when you, you know, like clean your ear with a Q-tip, just that satisfying feeling. I was like, oh my God, like I'm really hitting gold here. Like, That was maybe disgusting. But anyway, I was like, wow, I'm really hitting gold here with this realization. Like, you can be you can love someone and not be in love with them. Like, wow, it's almost like lighthearted how good that feels to say that because falling in love with someone is a lot of emotional like turmoil, honestly, like in turmoil, not necessarily in a bad way. It's just a lot. It's a really big emotional like feat. Whereas loving someone, you know, there's still a lot of emotions tied to it, but I feel like there's a little bit more leeway and like more flexibility in how you, you know, express that love for them. And I think once you realize that, like, it's just, it becomes, for me at least, it became a lot easier to recognize places in my life where maybe I did have love and where maybe where I didn't. And it just like, I don't know. It was like one of those aha moments that I'm sure you guys have all had at some point, And it just feels good. You're like, wow, I feel like I have, a, you know, a new sense of clarity on this. Like, I feel like I see it more objectively. And that a lot of times just makes things easier. So that was a really big moment for me. And I remember bringing that up in this conversation with my friends. And they were like, that's such a good point. Like, you know, falling in love with someone and being in love with someone are just two totally different things. And a lot of times people confuse them for one another because love in general is fucking confusing. Like, and it's different for everyone too. Oh my God. Like, that's the thing. It's so different. Like, that's why we have love languages. That's another thing. Like, once you understand someone's love language, ooh, game over. Game over. Like, I think that kind of goes into the question too, like, is love unjust or not? Because I think sometimes, you know, there's things like right person, wrong time, or I think really that gets at more like their love languages didn't line up. And, you know, that sucks. And like, (laughs) that's really sad sometimes. But also, it's great to really sit down and understand your love languages and then understand how you receive love and how you give love like those are also two really different things and so maybe that person you thought you were falling in love with you didn't really know how they received love so it was hard for you to connect with them fully so maybe that's why you didn't fall in love so I think maybe that's why it can sometimes be I'm gonna say unfair because again unjust Ooh, just like it's really in my it's really abrasive I feel like that word is maybe it's appropriate maybe it's not like I still haven't really figured it out like I don't know a year later but 
it just seems a little abrasive. So I'm going to say unfair for now, but I think that's why, you know, so many people think that is because like, there's so many disconnects that are one, just hard to know that they're even there because a lot of times love is just so new. Like we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We don't know what we're feeling because literally we've never done this before. Like we do not know. And a lot of times, you know, you might be asking your friends, confiding in them, and they don't know either. So it's like the blind leading the blind. And that's my favorite advice to give when like, (laughs) when one of my friends or something or someone I'm close with is like coming to me or just, you know, like ranting about love or something. And I'm like, I mean, here's my very unsolicited advice because mm, (laughs) the experience level's low. So take this with a grain of salt. But you know, sometimes it's good to just hear different perspectives. But anyway, I feel like I'm getting off topic. But honestly, I don't even know what the topic is anymore. But basically, love is, it's a lot of things, right? It is a lot of different things. And a lot of those things we just don't know. I feel like there's a lot of unknowns in love. So that's why maybe sometimes it comes across off as unjust or unfair. Because even though it is one way for somebody, it could be totally different for you. You know, you could experience it so differently and it could hit you at such a different time or with such a different impact that it might seem like something totally different. And it's like, it's all love, but (laughs) it's like, it's all love, man. But like, it's just different. And now, of course, I'm thinking of the iconic Black Eyed Peas song, like, where's the love? And like, honestly, they were kind of onto something, but yeah I don't know man love's crazy that's another big one like yeah it's unfair but it's also crazy because because of the way it makes you feel the way because the way because of the way it makes you behave Jesus let me not choke on my words here but yeah I definitely wanted to record this episode because I mean obviously like I think there's something to be said for the fact that maybe I just thought like love is eternal kind of. And I thought that because I was going to say, you know, there's something to be said for the fact that people are still talking about this shit. Like people could talk about love forever and they genuinely mean that. And we've been talking about it for years since humans ever freaking existed. We've been talking about love because we still don't get it. Like we, there's still so many nuances and we're, I don't think we're ever going to fully get it. So it's like love is the only eternal thing we have and the only thing that we can always come back to and always question and always, you know, deliberate on because there's so many like unknowns about it. We still, we're still figuring it out. Even people who feel like they have it figured out, like there's still going to be some nuance down the road that you're like, oh, what (laughs) the fuck is this? Like didn't ask for this. And it's like, oh, hi, just another nuance coming in. Um, No, you didn't expect me. But that is kind of the point. So it's just crazy. Like, we're always going to be talking about this. It's like powerful. And that statement is like powerful. It's scary. It's kind of funny in a way. Like, it's maybe kind of comforting too, in a way that this is something we can always go back to. You know, we can always fall back on love because we know that it's always going to be nuanced. Because also, it, you know, it affects so many parts of our world. And our world is always changing. So I think that's why it's always changing with us. But it's also kind of staying constant. Am I going in a circle? Yes. But when are we not? Like, (laughs) sometimes you just got to go in a circle to realize 
that you were even in a that was going to be a dumb statement. I was just going to say, sometimes you have to go in a circle to realize you were even in a circle. I'm not even trying to be deep, guys. Like, that's these are just the thoughts that come out of my head. Like, <laughs> please take them with a grain of salt. But let me know what you guys think about love. Is it unjust? Like, I still ask myself that question. Clearly, I still don't know the answer. And just really think, too, about, like, take some time to really, you know, self-reflect, do some introspective thinking And really start to wonder, huh, where have I experienced love? Because another part of this conversation that I think my friend Caitlin brought up was that some people experience a lot about themselves and kind of experience a lot about life through romantic relationships. Whereas some people experience those through friendships or through relationships with their family. And luckily, all of us in that room, like, we were all kind of on the same page in terms of, like, romantic love, as I've said before. So we all were like, oh, wow, that's a good point. Like, we have experienced a lot about life through friendships. But experiencing it through the lens of a romantic relationship is so different. Like, it makes you think about those things that you've learned so differently. Like... It just totally skews it and totally affects you in a different way. So, and one might be heavier than the other. Like, honestly, I don't know. But it's just weird to think that, you know, some people have learned so much about life through their love for other individuals. Whereas some people have learned, you know, similar things. And it's like, we're all learning the same stuff along the way. But it's just through a different lens. And like, some people are learning that through the friendship lens, which also could be a lot harder because you know loving a friend is also really like it's a really powerful thing and you know losing a friend is even more powerful like don't even get me started on you know loss of a friend versus loss of a romantic partner like it's all different but that idea of like experiencing life new things about life through a romantic lens versus a friendship lens, it like totally makes you rethink, huh, so is that skewed? Because, you know, a lot of times (laughs) I've heard, you know, a lot of times in a romantic relationship, you, it's, it's hard for you to see things objectively because of that love you have for someone. And that's not a bad thing, but, you know, in something like a friendship, in a friendship, you could still definitely, you know, have some blockage and not see things objectively because, you don't want to lose that friend or you, you know, want to hold on to the idea of that friend. And so it's, you know, it's difficult for both situations. But that was another thing that um, my friend brought up that, you know, I just really made me think like, that's a great point, you know, all in under the umbrella that is love unjust is are the experiences we've had with it unjust or, you know, were those experiences true in the sense that they are with romantic partners or with friendships and how did they you know affect also how did they affect the way we went about love in new relationships that we formed like it all it all connects you know the jokes up surprise everything's intersectional if you haven't gotten that by now it's all connected um if you thought some you could do something separately unfortunately you're wrong um yeah we're all here it's it's all connected guys i don't know what to tell you i'm sorry if that i hate to be the bearer of bad news but like everything's connected haha when you learn about something a lot of times you learn about multiple things at once and that's kind of beautiful so maybe that's a good thing maybe maybe it's a bad thing maybe it's a good thing it's definitely a confusing thing because a lot of times you're like wait 
well, am I learning about this or am I learning about this? I didn't expect to learn 10 lessons at once, but here we are. So, <laughs> and here we are towards the end of this episode. Did you learn 10 things at once? Are you confused about 10 things at once? Let me know. Um, you know, this shit is confusing. I get it. It's it's a lot. If you've never, th- I'm curious to see too, like, how many of you, how many of you guys have thought about this? Do you think about how many romantic relationships you've had versus friendships? Because I think that's the key, like thinking about one in perspective with the other, because I've had a lot of friendships in my life. And so I feel very full in that sense. But like, I haven't had a lot of romantic relationships, like literally had one. So (laughs) that's another thing. Like when you have only one of something, it's nearly impossible not to compare everything to that one thing so if that you had so if you had one version of romantic love for example like going forward it's so hard to form a new version or perspective of that because a lot of the time oh this is for certain love is so impactful so it's very hard to like form that new perspective until you like fully go you have to like fully start over and go through it again which maybe is you know kind of productive but that's just how that's how the cookie crumbles (laughs) didn't choose it but that's just how it is and so and like with friendships maybe it's a little that process of like completely starting over is maybe a little bit faster so maybe we don't realize it as much but with romantic love like I think it's a lot slower so it like in the words of says it literally hits different so I think that's why we feel it a little bit harder which, you know, isn't a bad thing. It's just kind of a thing. So that's also something to think about when you're, you know, going back and forth with this question, is love unjust or not? Um, Love that, you know, we're kind of near the end of this episode and I don't have an answer for you. Um, (laughs) I mean, I don't don't think, you know, I'm, I'm not using these to like solve these questions or answer these questions because as I said, We'll be talking about this in 10 more years, and who knows what I'll be saying then. It'll be interesting. Maybe I'll film another episode. Film. Maybe I'll record an episode in 10 years and see how it's changed. Because that's another thing. I talk about this with my aunt a lot, too. Like, I've been on a big anti-marriage vibe lately. It it has a lot to do with how I grew up. It has a lot to do with my experiences. So it it varies very much a subject to change but she's always like well that's just because you haven't found the right person or you know you haven't been in love yet and I'm like yeah but I'm also like do we need a wedding no like <laughs> that being said I love weddings so if you guys are getting married anytime soon please invite me would love to go I'm a 10 out of 10 wedding guest like you will not forget your wedding maybe because of me but you didn't you heard it here first so anyway anyway I think I think we're gonna wrap it up there. That's that's a pretty it's a pretty solid, you know, chat about love and, and all its complexities and all its all its nuances, you know. Like I said, we'll still be talking about this in ten years with even more nuances. Maybe then I'll be having that conversation with a group of friends and maybe we had all been in love by then. So that'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be fun to revisit. But in the meantime, thanks for hanging out with me, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I keep wanting to say comment down below, Hannah, you are not a YouTuber. Like, maybe this will turn into a YouTube video because I want to talk with you, talk with you guys about it. But I do kind of, I do like sticking with the podcast format for now. So I will catch you guys in the next episode where we will spiral some more. So 
get some rest, eat a eat a fabulous meal, have a drink, have a slice of cake. You deserve it all and have a wonderful rest of your day. Or if you're listening to this where you go to bed, have a wonderful night's rest. Um, but yeah, anyway, I will talk to you guys hopefully sooner rather than later. And, you know, keep on keeping on. We will, we'll check in again, but thanks for tuning in guys. Have a good one.